We are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. That was a bad noise you guys just heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hey, Mark, do you remember? It was four years ago, Friday, that we went and saw Lucero. Do I remember it? Hmm. Not as good as I remember this last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that I only remember that because uh, my Facebook memory popped up yesterday. It was the Transformer Muskie. Surprisingly enough, I do remember most of that show, like, and they were incredible. But I tell you what, as soon as this weather started, like October, oh, it was Lucero time in the basement tie-in. And that Atlanta set 32 songs. I know. That, that's what we're listening to yeah. right now. We're going to jam Phenom- it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I, this is the first time I've listened to Lucero this season, and man, it, I got goosebumps. I love ever, these guys. Did you ever watch a YouTube special? I only think oh it's YouTube special, but it's on there. It's like an hour and something. It's American. I mean, it's American Dream or something like that. But it's it follows them through, like how they start and like going like one by one, picking up fan after fan, like show. It's playing like 150 shows a year, 180 shows. No, I did not it's, see that. It's cool. It's like old, like back in like the 90s through, and when they were getting going, it's pretty neat. Then it ends with a show where Ben's just absolutely like annihilated hammer, just screaming <laughs> through it. It's, that's awesome. That's, yep. that's how it should be. That's how every yep. show should be. Just Ben pissed Give me drunk. more whiskey. <laughs> so, um, hey, we have a guest in, in studio tonight. Chris, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know your last name. <laughs> it's Sims. Oh, 
Like the hat. Yeah, I like the hat. It's uh, it's tough because I wear a lot of Sims gear. And people are like, oh, cool, your stuff's monogrammed. Yeah, like, they made it just for you. No, it's not. <laughs> but it makes you want to buy Sims gear, right? It did. Back in the 90s and early 2000s when they weren't nearly as famous, I'm like, oh, my God, I need everything Sims. I know. <laughs> All the Sims hoodies with your ar- Sims down your arm. Absolutely. Monogram jackets, hats, waders. And when you're 19 years old, saving up for six months to buy your first pair of monogrammed waders. Oh, it's like a football jersey for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Chris was one-third of the Urban Fly Cartel this year at the Beast of the East Muskie Fly Fishing Tournament, for anyone who doesn't know. So, that's when we... Uh, was that the first time you and Mark had met? No, Mark and I had fished a couple times. You'd fished a couple times? We, yep. Met back in spring, like March-ish range. Yeah, I ordered some flies from you... Over the winter. Yeah, over the winter, because you sent me the oh, Christmas yeah. card. Yeah, we started talking. Yeah, so it hadn't been last year. How yeah, sweet. We talked yeah, over the winter. Delightful. <laughs> I just told my wife that the other day. I was like, God, I don't know how I'm going to do them this year. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I can. I just, I, I don't know if I can. Not tying 14 hours a day and then trying to figure out how to rate cards for another Send five. 75 dozen to Muskie, uh, Muskie Fool. Yeah. And just sure. let him send them out. <laughs> <laughs> Fill these out for me. <laughs> Hey, Dan. While I finish your order, fill these out for me. That bourbon smells delectable, boys. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's also good luck. I'm good. It's good luck? It's good luck. It's, it's, is that going to go into a story later? Yeah, well, it could go into a couple. I can tell uh, you from now on, yeah, you're right. It can go into a couple. That yeah, Russell's Rick, is going to It's going to be around with a lot of muskies. Rick got his first with Russell's on his breath. Michael <laughs> got his first with muscle, Russell's on his breath. And I got my first with Russell's on my breath. I like it. Yeah. Wait, wait. So you guys had a celebration shot before Michael caught his? We had more like a celebration half bottle before <laughs> well, Michael caught his. My, Chris, Chris did catch his first. Oh, So we got to celebrate there. Yeah. I, I only said that because uh, Michael's picture came through first. Oh, right. <laughs> well, Michael's was much more of a photo-worthy fish than mine was. <laughs> But we will get into all that in just a second because tonight's show is being brought to us by Predator Flagger. Check them out at PredatorFlagger.com. Hey, Rex Hooks. Find me at RexHooks.com. Tonight's show is being recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check Mark out at Urban Fly Company if you want to uh, get in on a trip. Just listen to some of Chris's stories this evening. He'll tell you how Mark fishes. Sims fishing. And also Yeti, built for the wild. Down-to-earth wealth management. Um, Michael's going to be brought up a couple times that's who we're talking about queen city guiding jay's up there right now with them so we'll be getting some reports here probably next week when that comes back and they're up there fishing check out ryan seal hit season i got a text before sun came up this morning from jay said i've hooked and lost four fish on streamers before the sun's come up i couldn't keep any pen i said you big nose wiener But he did end up sending some pictures of some fish. So we'll let Jay fill in those stories next week when he's, or the week after next. Next week, you're going to be out of town, right, Mark? Yeah, I'm out of town. Next it's week. my son's birthday. So I'm probably not, I'm obligated to not have a show. <laughs> yep. The week after, we'll have a lot to catch up on then. Yeah, we will. So who we miss? We miss anybody? Uh, don't call the bank, call Frank. Beautiful. All right. After that, uh, let's get to some stories, guys. Um, where do we want to start? We'll, we'll do Beast of the East once Rick calls in. Yeah, we'll get that going there. So, um, do you... Yeah, it's on our musket trip. Cause 
Do we want to start on that? Or do we want to start the first couple that you took a mile on? Because didn't you guys fish before the beast? Whatever, yeah. Whatever you guys want to go. Roll. Good man. Yeah, Sounds our, good. Our first time we hit one of the bigger lakes, and we hit it for six, seven hours. Uh, the the week before, you pinned a 47 in that mm-hmm. spot. So mm-hmm. we, we hit that for that same spot, four or five hours, and we said nothing. So we moved on, did some exploring, and, I mean, that was a day of musky fishing. We saw nothing. We moved nothing. <laughs> wind. We had wind. Oh, God, I hate, I hate musky fishing because of that. Oh, we had white caps. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the boats, when we were pulling out, they're like, how would you guys do that out there? Like we, it was a mistake, but we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we hate ourselves. <laughs> That's why we did it. Yeah, we took a few butt kickings off, off the beginning, though. Yeah, because we went there, and then we, uh, we did a scouting trip to the lake closer to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, same scenario. That lake can pound salt. Yeah, that, that, that one's dead to me. Are you talking a little lake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one to you me. took your boat on. At least the boat ramp's a heck of a lot better than it used to be. There isn't like an eight foot crater that eats your whole trailer in it. One did Jace caught. One did he? He was all purpled up that day. Oh, that, that's <laughs> not the one I was thinking about, but I, I know what you mean. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we pounded every inch of that bank. We went up. We went up that creek. We went up to the swamp area on the end. We never moved a fish. We were coming in at the end, and uh, we ended up marking like four or five right there, and we just couldn't get them to move. Couldn't get them to do anything. I've given that lake a few more tries after that, and I'm still – I don't know what its ticket is. There's got to be something. There's got to be some trick to it. But I've tried it early. I've tried it late. I've tried it windy. I've tried it calm. I hooked one fish. Yeah, I got a buddy that lives a minute from it, and he fishes it pretty hard, and he's never moved to fish there. That's probably because he spends all his time at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I should have did. Just come, next time it's going to beeline it right across. Right. That was, that was the best part of the trip is when you pull up in front of the bar, all those guys are sitting there in their lawn chairs, yep. bobbering for perch or whatever comes by. How like, deep is it out there? You're <laughs> at <laughs> about six foot right there. Okay, thanks. It is. It's a cool. It's a, it's, it's a neat little lake, and I kind of wanted something to come out of it. I really did. And I don't know. Maybe at some point we can figure out some way or some time where it peaks to at least put a couple here and there on it, but I don't know. This yeah. one's close to Chris that you guys should check oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Is that yep. the little one you were thinking about? That's what I thought about. Gotcha. I've never, never been on that one. I haven't either. I've looked at it a lot on Google Maps. Man, it looks good. There's and trout in there, too. Big, yes. Big yeah. big trout, big yeah. walleye. Big, soft forage for, for them to eat. Yeah, nice oily yeah. meat. And they're all, up until two or four years ago, they're all tigers. Really? Yep. They didn't start putting purebreds in there until two or four years ago. Huh. Nice. So they're all tiger musky up there. Since this is going to be kind of a musky-centric podcast, uh, I do want to advertise the Fat Easy Musky podcast because yeah. um, Jared Sayers was just on their last episode. Nice. So if you nice guys want a that one PA out. info, intel, to know kind of what we're talking about and know what the musky program's about, listen to that show, and uh, Jared explains the musky program like in depth and where the money for the, uh, the musky stamp is going. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, Ooh, that's gonna be coming up here soon. Six weeks, I'm getting a new license. Yay! Yeah, the 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 best thing about uh, PA's license system is I can buy a ten year. So in 2021, I bought a ten year, so it says 30 on it. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. What the seniors can buy lifetimes, right? 
Yeah, once you is it sixty five here? Uh, yeah. What you got another lifetime? two years? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did Rick tell you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but but me and Rick got along. Now I think I know why. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, our whole trip, I busted Rick's balls for being, I don't know, like three or four years older than me. Hard. He, he took it well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we took a couple good butt whoopings off the bat, and then... Yeah. Then we, then we, yeah, then we did what? We did a float trip? Yeah, we did a float trip. Uh, that was a good one. That was bad. Well... That was good for everything but my thumb. Mm-hmm. Did you get bit? Oh, I got bit. Oh. And it was my fault, too. Like, I want to blame that pike, but... <laughs> I got my thumb too close. I was messing around trying to get up into that gill plate, and it just turned and chomped down. <laughs> so we got it in. We got we got the obligatory picture. We let it out. I'm like, all right, who's got some tape? Crickets. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like anybody, any tape, any any anything, any super glue. Is there a first aid kit on this boat? <laughs> yeah, turns out there was not. <laughs> and I think you guys talked it was about in this the back a couple seat of years my truck. ago. Yeah, and it was in the passenger seat of my truck. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you guys talked about we had, this. We had two rolls of tape in the center console and a first aid kit in the back seat of the truck. Yep. And uh, Good spot for it. Perfect I did, place for him. I went with UV resin, which... <laughs> did it burn? It did. Burn is not the word I'd use. <laughs> like the pits of hell? It's, it's like I just stuck my thumb in a deep fryer. <laughs> Forever. Like super glue, super glue burns for a second. And you're like, all right, it's going to be worth it. It's all right. We're good. But I'm, I spray, I hose my thumb down with this UV resin and I hold it up to the, to the, to the sun. Like I'm a hitchhiker <laughs> and it just burns and burns and burns <laughs> and burns probably 20 minutes until my eyes finally quit tearing up a little bit. And I was like, all right, let's fish. And then it rips completely right off of it. And you're right, right back to square one again. <laughs> I don't want any more of it. It was so <laughs> worth it. Yeah, we and uh, what we we got a couple more smallies after that though. So yeah, it wasn't good smallies. Michael yeah, popped like a good. He got, he got a low thirties pike that day. He got that pike. Yeah. So that did that pike turn and bite you like like blue from Jurassic World? The, the little velociraptor. I gotta be honest, it was a little blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I honest to God, I honest to God think it was more my fault than anything. Well, Just that was a tough situation because he was yeah. in the back of the boat trying to like reach forward and and it was in a cradle. So the thumb was right up at its face because where his hand was, it was in a cradle. So it's just like, nope, oh, right there. There's a thumb. Look at that fat fucking digit, chomp. <laughs> Well, you can't really blame the pike. Its brain's the size of your pinky. I wasn't mad at it at all. I was mad at me. (laughs) It'll happen again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is why there's tape everywhere now. Everywhere. That was the first thing I packed for my trip tomorrow is I got a roll of tape in my camera bag. I got a roll of tape in my backpack. It's it's all over now. So uh, where are we going for tomorrow? Oh, I, I fly out to New Orleans, and I'm going red fishing for three days with my brother and my dad. Nice. That's awesome. Have you done this before? Yeah, we went down, uh, I want to say in 2016, over over Halloween, which okay. if you're going to go to New Orleans, go to New Orleans over Halloween. Way better than Mardi Gras? Holy crap, it's awesome. The parade they have for Halloween is just as long as the Mardi Gras parade, the, the, the main parade, but it's... 
it's all these sweet haunted floats. The the one they had a deuce and a half, and they built a cage on the back. So they had a cage full of people pretending to be zombies and zombies walking down the street, and it was the coolest the coolest float I've ever seen. And then it of course it's a party, obviously. Yeah, but we had to cool it because. New Orleans is about an hour away from 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 Black Mines, where we where we meet our guide and go out, and then you're another half an hour boat ride. So, so how many days are you going down to fish for? I'll fish for three days. I'll drink for two. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that sounds like a solid, well-rounded trip. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, last time we did we did real well. We got my brother got three bulls over thirty pounds. Ooh. I got two over thirty, one over twenty five. It was. Awesome. And our our guide was this 75-year-old Vietnam veteran. He used to be an F-14 fighter pilot. So now he's 80, and he's probably still pulling you around, right? He He's he's going through some, some sun-related issues, so I think he's retired, but he referred us off to a new guide, so it'll be our first time with him, but that guy was awesome. Yeah. His name was Rich Waldner. He's got a couple of videos on YouTube. They're worth checking out. You can hear him screaming in the background every time you hook up. That just... Fucking bull. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was good times. Oh, man. Did you ever get any, any of the black drums while you're down there? I didn't. Uh, my brother got one. Uh, my dad's got a couple. And a guy I work with went down with my dad a couple years before that. And he got a 44-pound black drum, which was on an eight weight. 44-pound black drum. How many leeches are hanging off of that ugly, slimy piece of meat it is the ugliest <laughs> fish i had the chance to cast it a couple but there were like little reds off to the right of it and i'm like i'm just gonna cast it the reds if that's okay but yeah it's uh it's it's a, just an awesome atmosphere down there that's cool so are you gonna last time you went were you throwing like swimming fish patterns were you crabs all crabs crabs, crabs? like yep. floating crabs sink to the bottom crabs they or... were heavier crabs uh, I want to say they had quarter ounce eyes on them. Okay. We, were, we were using floating line and about six feet of just straight 30 pound fluoro. Okay. And uh, let it sink for a second, twitch, twitch. And... No IGFA rules apply there. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. But man, I saw some of the <clears throat> biggest fish cruising in knee deep water I've ever seen in my life. Huge fish down there. So you'll get to go check, check it out after it just got pummeled with a, a hurricane mm-hmm. this year. Yep. And uh, we were there, it would have been four years after Katrina, I want to say, and, and two years after the oil spill, mm. longer after Katrina, now yeah. that I think about it, but a couple years after the oil spill, and some of the some of the wetland areas were just dead. Still dead. Yeah, it was just this spongy black, more like a gray. Just, like a muck? Yeah, like a, like a dead spot. And there were some areas that had come back, but the ones that the ones that had got the most from the oil spill just dead, dead. That's a fucking shame. It really is. <clears throat> but on a happier note, you went out on a trip with Mark earlier this week, later last week. Was last week? Thursday. Yeah, we got snowed on then too. Yeah, the way home. Yeah, we we're loading the boat up, and we got I don't know, just a little dusting. But that that we were oh man were we full of promise, we were like we've got we've got bite windows all day, the oh, wi- the wind was day lower. Day before a new moon, the wind was lower that morning. It was 
We were full up. We were like, yeah, we're going to move eight, nine fish. We're going to have a good day. <laughs> but I love those days. Four hours <laughs> in. <laughs> we're taking a whooping. Crickets. <laughs> and I mean, nothing. There's, only, there's one other boat on the lake. They're not doing anything. I think that's about the time, though, when it dawned on us. It was like, all right. These, this cold front pushing here this evening, these fish are shooting down. Yep. And then that's where we started finding them. We found the depth where they were. We found where they were, and they were deep. And that's when we're like, all right, we're going to sit on top of these fish, and we're going to get right down on them. And I think you you, you hooked one right then. Yeah. we were up in the bowl, and then you hooked yeah, that one right Yeah, we went right up the into the bowl. Of, yeah, yep. you hooked that one on the side of the boat. Yeah, I couldn't get it stuck. Yeah. Was it a bigger fish? No. That's no. the thing about that place, man. Yeah. Lots of them. It, I... I, I was I was just starting into my eight and I and I strip set and I had it on for a second. I'm like, I don't know what that is, and then nothing. But I I, I knew what it was, but it was it was not big. And then we didn't. I mean, it was nothing for another couple hours. And then we started marking those fish. Praise the electronics. Uh, way deeper than we ever thought we'd be this this early in the this early in the fall. Yeah. And we marked a lot of fish, and we just uh, started working them and. Yeah, just over and over and over, and then the wind picked up, and then we'd we'd rip over those spots, and I I finally I changed flies into something small, something real small, like probably four inches, five inches. Yeah, I threw that at you. I was like this, and you're like, eh, all right, let's yeah, just see. And I think it was your second cast. Yeah, f- first or second cast, bang, that little 28, 28 inch, which was my first landed. It was your personal musket. best. Yeah, <laughs> certainly was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was my first landed muskie. I'd had I'd had one to the boat. I'd missed a couple, uh, but that was the first one. I put slime on my hands. It was, that, really, it was really cool. They're fucking stinky, aren't they? I can't smell. Oh, God! God <laughs> found it fit to not give me a sense of smell. Well, there you go. They're they're the perfect <laughs> fish for you. That's right. That and uh, de skunking our dogs as I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Did neighbors from all around call you every time their dogs get skunked? Yeah. <laughs> We had we had setters growing up. My dad was a big grouse hunter, and those dogs for some reason loved getting into skunks. And every time they're like, "Chris, go out and clean the dock." Huh. All right, never bothered me. My brother's inside the house, dry heaving. <laughs> you couldn't go to school for the next three days. <laughs> never bothered me. <laughs> That's oh, great. Man. So yeah, he never got the smell. Yeah, Michael was going, man. That thing stank. Yeah, and Michael got into so I'm on the front of the boat, we're ripping through, and I'm like, all right, I need a shot of bourbon. So I hand Michael my rig, my uh, all of it, the, the fly I just put on, and I go down and take two whiffs of bourbon. I mark the yeah, stump we found. Just switched over to this fly in my hand. Yeah, just switched over to double, I went from a four inch double sucker to a double sucker. Handed him my rig, three casts in, bang, Michael's hooked up. And that was that was awesome. No, I was telling him earlier. He's like, you look up, and it's like his face just went serious. Yeah, dude got serious now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He did a good job with it. I mean, he, so the fish he had a rod up a little bit right at the beginning. We're like, side pressure. He pulls down to the side and just keeps siding them in, just keeps pulling them right directly around, gives them a little bit of a fight, does a good job, doesn't give them much, pulls them right back in, fished him. He, just, he fought it, side pressured that fish well. Yeah. Every time it went to give a little, Michael gave it right back and pulled him right in. All I could think about were my knots. Because he, he, had, he had my leader, and I'm like, hold, hold, hold. <laughs> That's funny. 
I'd have felt I'd have felt like smashed ass if he missed his if he didn't land his first musket because of one and of my. You knots. know what? <clears throat> for the longest time, you know, Michael's been around with me now for close to for almost a decade, and we started off, you know, obviously in trout and worked up through, and he's kind of got his way. And over the last like year, it was like. Boom. It's clicked, it seems and like. And I think one of the things, because he would always be like, let's do this, let's do this. And it was just, I think you have to the point where he's like, all right, it's just, I'm not going to get you to do that. So I've got to adapt to what you're going to do. If we're going to go, we're going to be probably musky pike or smallmouth fishing. And his cast and just, it's like he went and just, he's fishing the flies well now. Mm-hmm. He's giving himself, I'm like, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. And sure enough, even he did be- it. Even between our float on French Creek. And, and he did extremely day. well there. I mean, his yeah. casting was spot on. Yep, and his casting had improved coming into Edinburgh. And he doesn't double haul, and I haven't, haven't it's okay. tried to quite get him to yet. And I will, and I'll work with him a little bit more on it. But you know what? When you're throwing about 50, 60 feet single haul in the way that he is right now, yeah, we're good with that. We'll start working the double hauling more on the wind and the bigger flies. And, but he's just got that down pat, so hopefully the double haul will be a little fit in there a little better because he does got that down so well. Yeah, he was he was sending it pretty well. Yeah. He did for, a single, for a single haul on that double? He, you know, put that fly in the opportunity and give it the chance to fish. And that was that Chippewa four-piece, too. That fly was, was casting. fishing that thing down. Seven, yeah. That fly was down seven, eight feet. Yeah, it was. Do you like that Chippewa four-piece? Not as much as I like the two-piece, but no. I, I really like the four-piece a lot. Uh, Is your four-piece a 10 or a 12? A, a 10. I don't have any 12s. Okay. Uh, the the two-piece is a 10 as well, but I need to get a new line for it. I've got a – it's like a 380, 10-weight line. That must The uh, 357 from SA, mm-hmm. it's not enough. It doesn't load that rod. I need an 11-weight or 12-weight rod on, or 12-weight line on that. Because I can, I can cast it fine, but – but you know when you get to the back not, of your hall and you just you just don't feel it, that's what it is. Yeah. So I like the rod a lot. I just need to overline it. I think. Yeah, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It can handle more, probably. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah what did you say they were they were lining it with a, the twelve weight with a seven hundred? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I throw a five hundred on it, and I'm I'm perfectly content with that. But the ten weight, though, I do like a four fifty on that ten weight. Yeah, that's that's what I need to get. I need four twenty five to a four fifty is kind of perfect for that ten. That's just a that's a nice stick. I think I'm throwing yeah. four twenty five on the the River Wolf by the the Wolf Rod. Yeah, the eleven weight. Yeah, I need that to. line fits that one. I think that's what Rick was throwing like a four fifty on that. On yeah, it was River Wolf mm-hmm. that fit it well. Yeah, I lo- I love that three five seven line. Like it sinks yeah. nice. It gets a good belly. It's good in the rivers. I, I like that line a lot, and I hate to have to spend another 100 bucks to get an 11 weight instead of the 10 but that's the it's the game we play <sighs> that's another reason musky fishing sucks <laughs> everything's so goddamn expensive <laughs> mark's trying to talk me into these 12 weights he's like just get a 12 weight i'm like yeah and then i need another reel and i need 15 more lines and that 12 weight's so nice though. <laughs> see there it is you know it. i'm gonna get another one i need to get one with cork yeah that's that's the ticket with the two piece is that that rubber handle is great if it's dry, but we fit we both fished those two pieces in the rain, and they Not get great. they get a little slick. Do they? Yeah, very. That's why no one golfs in the rain. That and golf's dumb. Yeah, well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> 
So do we have anything else we want to hit on now, or should we uh, take a little break and give old Rick a call? It's go time. It's 6.30. All righty. Oh, yeah. Let's give a... Let's take a break and give Rick a call. We'll have a little safety break, guys. The Panthers are beating the Cardinals 31 to 3. And we are back with Rick Ellier. What's happening, brother? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's a good night, man. Boys are all around drinking bourbon. Oh, I'm joining you, but I'm solo, but I got one in the glass. Mm, got the Russells out? I do not tonight. Tonight is Blade Mo. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. How was the uh, White Lightning? Oh, <laughs> you got my photo? Yeah, I did. Is it good? That, uh, when that stuff comes out, it usually doesn't end up being a good night. <laughs> it's, it, it is really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I better. I, I understand Mark I didn't have that, a good night uh, that night either. I picked either. that up a couple years ago when I toured the Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery, and it was uh, straight out of the mash. So before it gets barreled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gross. It's really hot, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, the old Forester the other night did me in. I have not found that down here yet. No? Man, nope. So I got to go. I hit the one place that I usually go to. They did not have it, but they get they circulate them in pretty good often, and he said, check back, but I'll go up to my local liquor store that should probably have it. I wouldn't mind seeing the, what the 20s like. And I haven't had the 20. I've yeah. only had the 10 and the 97. Mm-hmm. And the regular. Which is fine. But that that, that 1897 is something special. Mm-hmm. Toilet liked it, too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to taste it twice. Yeah. Like I said, what, we're, what are we, 17? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first beer. <laughs> I should not speak because I I'm known to throw up in the mornings. Ah, oh, yeah, oh, that's not good. Yeah, I've, but everybody made it through the beast, okay? Yeah, nobody fell off patty or uh, picnic tables no. this year. No one, no one crapped on their waiters. I see anybody shitting their waiters. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, Chris was off to a slow start in the boat the first day, though. Yeah, yeah. that was a rough one. I remember you driving up the hill. You're like, I'm all right. Like 10 minutes later, like, I'm not all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he woke up still drunk, and then the hangover didn't set in until we were out on the water. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because you guys asked, like, how are you feeling this morning? I'm like, surprisingly great. <laughs> <laughs> and then not surprisingly not great later on. <laughs> you guys had some pretty good weather for the Beast uh, the first two days, right? Yeah, Thursday Thursday afternoon was gorgeous. Uh, I mean, little to no wind, sun shining, not great musky weather, but beautiful, beautiful fishing weather. And then Friday was the same way. Friday was a bluebird day. Yeah. Friday's day I stayed at camp. Yeah. We had, we had real good weather and, uh, we didn't stick any Friday. We could have. <laughs> yeah, we could have. Can we tell the story of Mark's demise? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, before we do this, I will say neither of these were Mark's fault, as much as we'd like to say they were. It's just musky fishing. Oh, yeah. 
no, no, you, you're you're new here. We're, we're, we're putting this all on Mark's shoulders. Because <laughs> that's what friends do. Yeah, we had, Mark had, Thursday, Mark said, all right, we're going to come in. We got a plan. We're going to hit this spot. We're going to hit this spot. We're going to hit this spot. So we scouted them out Thursday. Uh, nothing. We didn't follow nothing on Thursday. So Friday we went out and we just executed our plan. We fished hard in the morning and then we said, all right. Let's go somewhere else. We went to our second spot and we started fishing it pretty hard. And we got to this one down log. But we we were I, I take that back. We were hitting we were hitting one area to no effect. And it was getting close to lunch. And we said, you know what? Let's just fish structure. Let's let's do this smart. Let's fish structure. So we started hitting some down trees. And like the third down tree, I'm in the back. Mark's up front in my boat. And all of us somehow just happened to look up as Mark pulls this pulls this hog out from underneath this tree. She came out. Uh, I, I'm guessing she hit short. She must have hit that pecorini tail, bit it. Mark stripped into it. That fish turned sideways, and all three of us just stopped and saw that flash. And it was it was a, it was at least, a, if not four feet, a couple inches short. I, I, oh, I think fish. it. I think it was probably only like thirty-nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve every bit of that. <laughs> you gotta admit that was a good one, though. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, Mark strip, strip, and that fish just flashed us the bird and swam right off. And the bad part is, is like the fish came right to the top and. I kind of like slow rolled this fly out of like this tree that was suspended down. We're probably pushing 28, 27, 28 foot of water. Yeah. And then the fly like kind of like went down and I brought it right up and I just hovered it. And it just, and when it ate, it, it was all in plain sight. And it's like, I even said, it's like, guys, fish. And then I said, as the head was turned, so it's not like it like pulled it right out. Like I even said to the guys as the fish was eating and like everybody was looking then. And then it, it had to have had just that damn tail. Yeah, it had to just have the tail. Because there's no way that fish doesn't get stuck. Mark's still regretting it. Still it. He's still that was a big fish. <laughs> oh, it was a fat fish. Just the way that it ate, too. And it's just. Oh. Yeah, yeah. so then we. The difference of uh, knocking PJ off his perch. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's one that'll, that'll <laughs> linger till next year until I fix that one. Yeah. <laughs> go right back to that log. <laughs> Heck yeah. Which we did all weekend. We'd we'd give it a couple hours. We're like, well, let's go sticker, and we'd shoot across the lake, and we'd we'd hit that those those trees. Never saw her again. She's under your shenanigans and tomfoolery. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we, had so, a good, we had a good lunch out there, though. Yeah, we fished the rest of that. Had a good lunch. Uh, was that the? That was sausages. That was sausages in the day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the Cleveland Market sausage. Yeah. Best. And Anybody then, listening? John, make sure you get them sausage out there. Man, they're so good. And that was the day they forgot their uh they forgot their pan and their hot burning hot dogs on <laughs> top of their camp stove. 
Oh, them guys sitting there cooking the chili straight on fire. <laughs> Literally, it's a Campbell's soup can of chili cooked right on an open fire, and they got to somehow pour it. It's just they're all over there, like trying to grab it. And it's just, ouch, 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 ouch. They're like tilting it over, trying to pour the chili on. It's like a Three Stooges. Oh, it's hysterical. It, it, it is a Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's when they were rolling the hot dogs across that Coleman Grill, right? Yeah. That's yeah. not all they were rolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was that was an invigorating lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing, and I know you guys have talked about it. Those shore lunches are just what you need in the middle of a day after grinding it Absolutely. out all day, getting something hot to eat, BSing with your buddies, and Those then get spirits. back out there and at it. Yeah, absolutely. Get a second win. Some of us need a little break. Yeah. It does. I mean, you're casting all day, six, seven hours at that point, depending on the time of the year. By the time you get to lunchtime, you could be fishing. Did you have your hours. Pr- Did you have your prunes, Rick? Chris wouldn't let me bring him on the boat (laughs) We don't want him too regular in the middle of a lake (laughs) I had no problem with that today We had to do a a little pit stop about 9.30 And uh, hit the shoreline That Sometimes that happens. On my way over here, I had a little incident on old Route Eight or on Route Eight. I found my I found my way into a to a pull off, ran off into the woods, and I uh, made use of some freshly fallen snow and some oak leaves. <laughs> She's just funny the third time. <laughs> Man, it's I funny too because we're like, Man, Chris ought to be here by now. I was almost ready to call. I was like, yeah, he'll he'll be. At t- I'm sure he's all right. He's got the address. He knows where he's going. Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a nice trip. Real nice. Plus, it's the first snowfall in Western Pennsylvania, so literally everyone has forgotten how to drive in the snow. It's true. You guys got snow up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a few inches today. Yeah, we had a couple inches at my house when I left at four thirty. Wow. Did you tell your wife that too? No. We got a couple inches here. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> And it's going to disappoint you regardless, so. <laughs> Chris, you may as well make this fun for me because you got no shot. So after the shore lunch, you guys went back out fishing or did you guys just hang out the rest of the day? What? No, we, no went. we went home. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well have, right? <laughs> Might as well have. Would have broke my heart last. And we said, fuck it, our ringer here uh, can't catch fish. So we go back to our first spot, our, our plan A. And uh, we, we, we bang the one spot we want to hit. We're like, oh, nothing. And, and Mark's telling a story about last year about how Derek missed a hog right there in the middle of where we were. Ooh. And uh, now Jay got fish. Yeah, yeah Jay got fish. We didn't interrupt Rick. the podcast, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back back on track. Sorry, all so, our phones go off. So Mark's just casting in the middle, and all of a sudden he goes, "Fish, fish, fish, fish!" And he teased this fish in the eight for how, how long? Four or five turns or so. Yeah, and I buried it below the motor, and it screwed me. Yep. So that was another. That was another whiff for Team Urban Fly Cartel. Oh, it, it just kept going around in the eight, and it wouldn't eat, wouldn't eat, wouldn't eat. So finally, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go straight down. I went straight under the motor, and the sucker engulfs it under the motor, like under the jet head. 
So I try to strip it back up, and his head turns up with it and damn near hits the jet head, and the hook comes popping right out. Son of a bitch. Asshole. All places. He, like, literally ate it right directly under the jet head. Yeah, I was in the front of the boat, so I didn't see... I didn't see anything. I was living vicariously he, through you. He and... played around with you for a while because we all started looking over. Yep. yep. Musky fishing's stupid. Have I, I mentioned this? Probably like a 30, <laughs> 31, but it was hot. That yeah. sucker came in ready to go. As soon as I went in, he ate. That tail was whipping. It was like, he's, it's going to eat. Just when's it going to eat? And Got the fancy fins. Every time I like get it high and I give it a little hang on the right, he'd come up at it hard and he'd open up and I'd dive it deep and he'd fire back down. And every spot I wanted him to eat, he'd, just, he'd come at it, but he wouldn't flare. And as soon as it went down, oh yeah, there he flares. Yeah, and little did we know that was the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was Friday. That was our main spot we wanted to be at. And yeah, absolutely. Right, and right in the right in the middle of where I would never, ever, ever think to fish. Yeah. That's what you I was know? telling you guys. I said, fish every square inch of this. Like, don't think of where to cast. Fish three sixty here. Yeah. Because you got two foot, you got ten foot, you have a gradient in between, <laughs> and they can be in, in any spot. And we're just gonna. Move around all over. Pick them off while they're, they're moving, transitioning. Yep. Yeah, and so that invigorated well, we tried, us. We started to focus a little bit more out on the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We, we, we weren't initially covering both sides of the boat real well, and then we started to make sure we covered both sides. I think that helped. And that was, that was like at 3.30, so we still had two and a half hours to fish because you get to fish till 6 o'clock on Friday. That's a good little picky-up, right? It was. It was a real good pick-me-up. So we fished hard that last two and a half hours to literally no avail. But oh, I remember us coming back in. It was like firing cast as rapid as they could. <laughs> you were you were a man on fire. Oh, it's, it's just go, 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 go. Make a half a turn in the eight and just wrap them up. We probably fired off 50 casts in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, Rick and I just got out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> so Somebody did poke one in there in the tournament, a small one. Oh, oh yeah, small ones came right up in there. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. We we yeah. tried. We gave her hell in there. Mm-hmm. I think it was that one boat the second day that drove in past us at the end. I think they got a small one in there. Where are we going with that? Well, that was Saturday. it. That was that was it for Friday, and then Friday well, night. For I would say Friday night. It rained all night. And then all mornings. Well, Friday night, it didn't rain until like... It didn't rain until after the festivities. Right. Yeah, we cooked. And cooked. And Chad... We cooked a shitload. Yeah, dude. You had what? Oh, that's right. It did rain hard Friday. Yeah. came back to a uh, wet camper mattress. Yeah. uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. uh, (laughs) We rolled out, left all the windows in the camper open. Yep. You peed, you peed the mattress the night before and left them open just because you knew that I was going to blame it on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Chad, Chad, Chad came on Friday, and while we were all out fishing, Chad was cooking. Hey, uh, I, right. I tell what, you what, what though, what too. What did you have there for us? Uh, chicken thighs. And thighs were a ten too. They were good. Um, oh, those fucking stuffed peppers. Yes, the stuffed peppers. Oh yeah. Those were on the, uh, the oh, yeah, beef. Uh, those were really good. Oh, and the carne asada. Yeah, and the carne asada. I tell you what, that tri-tip you made. Yeah, that oh, was on point dude, as well. Dude, that nice. was awesome. Wow. Yeah, and that then was... Rick fired up all uh, those oysters. Yeah. Yeah, but you threw my oyster trophy pile away. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we had a nice little pile going for the weekend, and we came back and you threw it away. I we should have like stacked them in front of the door, like one of them like things out west or Jay's camp. 
Rick would have been so pissed. He'd say, what is this? I, I didn't know Who let the hippies we, in? We made you something, Rick. This is for letting us stay. I didn't know this, this was a trophy pile or else I wouldn't have cleaned it up. I was just trying to <laughs> trying to make my, uh, you know, pay my pens. Oh, I tell you what. We put put away about 100 oysters that weekend. Yeah, I did. I can't wait to eat some crab in a few days. Right? You know it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'd be jealous if I wasn't headed where I'm headed tomorrow. You're going to be having plenty. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. You know what you should do? You should have Rick take you out for a nice scrapple breakfast. No. (laughs) But thank you. Mm -hmm. That will not be me. He Mm -hmm. can uh, enjoy all that with Samantha. No. The old, old, uh, what is that, Baltimore wrap a scrapple? Yeah, that's... Is Scrapple I, a Baltimore thing, too? I I don't know. The only time I ever eat it is when I go to Maryland. It's not a me. Yeah, oh, that, that's what I mean, Maryland. Keep Maryland, sending me pictures sorry. of your Scrapple, chat. <laughs> Every time I eat it, man, i got to send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so nasty. No, for there, I'm looking for something. White meat, seafood. Yeah. Scrapple is oh, here we'll do it breakfast, up, right? too. What? Why is it going to be white? <laughs> healthier. <laughs> Stop me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But you guys Thanks, woke. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you guys woke up Saturday morning and it was raining, raining, and it rained all. I mean, I can tell you it was two fifteen when it started raining because I was sleeping in in the the opposite wing of Rick's camper, <laughs> and and that canvas when it starts to rain on canvas, you notice it pretty quickly. <laughs> and uh, it didn't stop until what, like noon? I don't know. I'd, uh, I'd already left. I would even say later than that. Yeah, it it rained all night, and here's so we get out there, we we get fishing, and we're like, all right, let's motor across the lake, go back for that big girl by the log, and I can't get my boat on plane, and I've got a I've got a twenty foot with a one hundred five horse. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and it was and dogging. It and was it's, digging a hole. It was digging a hole, and it's just the three of us. And granted, I'm humongous, but I mean, you. <laughs> yeah, but we had you a little bit forward in the boat, and it was still digging a hole. Yeah, and I, I, I said, Mark, staying up right a little bit, and it's like, whoa. So we putts across the lake. So then we we motor back. We we fish that that wall and nothing. We come back, and I'm like, hey, I just had a thought. I think I left my plugs in overnight. So I turned my bilge pump on. And on those on those G threes, the bilge pump is off is in the back, and it shoots the water straight up in the air, like a jet beside ski. the up. Yes, yeah, just like a jet ski beside the outboard. Yeah, mine does the same thing. And it goes three feet up in the air, and the gas line is right on top of it. So we had to move the gas line, and that thing ran for what, Rick, 10, 15 minutes. That bilge pump was just pumping out water. There had to be <laughs> hundreds. Of gallons of water in the back of the boat, enough where 105 horsepower wouldn't get us up on plane. Yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brutal. Well, we didn't even think about it until you saw it coming up through the floor drains, right in the back. That's right. I, I'm, I'm yeah. standing in the back of the boat. I'm like, why is there a giant puddle right there? That should be. Oh, <laughs> that's why. That it hasn't rained that much, but it has. If you left the plugs in, dummy. Yeah, and I mean. In the words of Biggie Smalls, if you don't know, now you know. That's right. And now I know. <laughs> yep. And then uh, and that was right before lunch. And then we went and met the uh, – Rick, did you st- – were you were you before lunch or after lunch? After lunch. Hey, Rick. Rick. What's that? Did you stick yours before or after lunch? 
after lunch. Yeah, that's what I thought. I got tired of waiting to open that Russell's. Somebody had to get it done. <laughs> yeah, so we went, we went, we went and had lunch with uh, with those guys again, and that was our time to have forgotten something. We forgot the the damn top to our stove. Yeah, it, it rolled on. Oh, the that's why. Is that that's the morning we or when we went to lunch and we kept waiting and waiting on those guys to get over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they we told them the oar over, and they weren't coming. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll meet you where we ate last time. We're like, all right, cool. So we shoot over there. We're waiting. Yeah, waiting. then we had a motor over to where we're they waiting. were. So Mark finally calls me. and like, where the fuck are you guys? I'm like, oh, we're around the corner. We told you to come here. So we went over there. Jay makes the best plans, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was awesome. Honestly, <laughs> one of the highlights of that trip is eating lunch with those guys. Like, it was, it was awesome. And uh, the second day, we needed their stove. So, so that was equally great. So that was when they almost had their lunch menu and, and plan of attack pulled together perfectly until they hooked the gas up. <laughs> yes. Right? Right? Yeah, they we could. were deviling them about the day before. Yeah, and they, they couldn't get that thing to, to start. And it, it was just those, those, those Coleman stoves. They've got that internal regulator in it. And if anything happens to where it kicks that regulator, it's not going to light. And if it does, it's, I mean, it's the same as a Bic. So we just we just unscrewed it and reset it and we were off to the races. Chicken fajitas for us, which was good. We had fire because raw chicken I hear is bad for you. Yeah, no one wants chicken sick. <laughs> yeah, we finished lunch. We passed the bourbon around and then we shot off to our our spot. You know, our our spot number one, and we weren't there twenty minutes. And Rick Rick bangs his and. And I'm watching him, and Rick just. I I have I have two instances of of when people people hook their fish. You know I have, I have Michael whose face went dead serious. Like I'm about to start a fist fight. This is happening right now, and Rick just kind of went, hmm, what's this, and then went serious, and he's like, eh, it's on, it's on, <laughs> and so, Rick's fighting this fish. My, I, I instinctively just start recording it. Mark gets it in. Mark nets it. Rick fights this thing like a pro. Sidelines it and brings it right in, right into the net. Mark's like, yeah, it might be, might be 36. You know, best case scenario, we're looking at maybe a 39-inch fish. I look over yeah, and just I burst my bubble. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's the case. But I didn't say anything. How many of them have you seen, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so we, we get it up. Uh, we get it on the bump board. And what, what was it? 44 and a half? Is that right? 40 and a half. 40 and a half. 40 and a half. Yeah, you said it was like 36. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling me maybe 35, 36. Yeah, I don't it. know. He goes, we'll have to check it. I was like, <laughs> damn. Looked a lot bigger than that. It was a beautiful fish, too. And that was your first muskie, Rick? First 40. Oh, yeah. You, you called. Little one down I the got, river. Yeah, I got a little one last year down in Virginia for my yeah. first one. Broke the cherry with that little guy. Nice. As it should yeah. be. Yeah, that was a good one. That, that I could care less what size it was. It may have been small, but it was my first one. Yep. You always remember your first. Unless you're PJ. Right? Oh, PJ. I think Mark got a text. I think Pogo got a text that day. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was that was an awesome experience. And that was that was it for us for the rest of the day too. And then 
of course, you, we catch a fish like that, we're we're all re-energized, except for Rick. Well, and like, then don't forget, I gave Mark a nice little slime kiss with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to thank him for the net job. That was great. Here you go. Boom! Throws the fish on me. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm just like hugging this fish now. Thanks, Rick. Here. <laughs> oh, that oh, night there's like a straight white in. line across my jacket. She's all musky slimed. Look like you just took or partook in a bukkake film. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> It's like the fish just started to thrash. He didn't know what to do, and he went boom and just shoved it in my chest. Like, <laughs> I needed some leverage. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, then, that was just so awesome. Oh, that was that was. And then we uh, we got Rick a cigar. Rick sat down and smoked a cigar, and Mark and I fished hard I for just the next. Tore into that bottle of uh, three hours. Brussels. Yeah, we killed that. The rest bottle. of that afternoon was good. <clears throat> Yeah, Russell's is quite turning into the, well, like I told Chris, it is now the nectar of the musky gods. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think we brought you over to the brown juice side. Yeah, yeah. this this was your gateway bourbon. It was. Russell's was, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I tasted a and few now, of now them. Now you're going gangbusters. I tasted a few, and I was like, that ain't bad, that ain't bad. And I tasted it, I was like, oh, wow. Wow. What's that? <laughs> that's That's real good. Mark wouldn't even look at bourbon with me. And then oh, he meets man. you two nannies, and now he's a uh, full-on hooked. Well, the first time yeah, I right? fished I with Mark. I get pictures like every three days from him of a new bottle he's trying. <laughs> first time I fished with Mark, he's like, oh, do you, you drink? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> Some people are husbands. I drink. And he's like, he's like, what are you into? And I'm like, bourbon. And he's like, Ugh, I don't touch that shit. I'm like, what are you? He's like, I don't do liquor because it's it's just bad news. And then we talked about gin for a little bit because you were a big gin yeah, that's guy. Right. And... McClintock. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Mark, that's not far from my place when you come down. I know. I'm already loaded up, though. I got a few bottles at the house. There's no such thing as too much. I know, but they got that Forager one. I want to try that. It's a little citrusy. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. Bless you. Yeah. Oh, cold for ducks. <laughs> So, have you been uh, doing any exploratory or uh, any different fishing, Rick? Uh, nothing different. We Did... were out for musky last weekend, and then we, we've we been trying to find some small creeks, and we went out this morning. Well, we were actually out all day long uh, venturing around, but we didn't see anything today. Did got you go... lucky last weekend, though. You got one? I did. Nice. Yeah, you stuck a nice one. Boat. Nice. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Didn't... That was a good trip. Saw that the whole thing came charging in, followed it right up to the boat and hammered it. Nice. Boom. Big fly, little yep. fly. Uh it was the uh double with your uh dragon tail, Mark. Was it a sucker? Black. Yep. Well it was. Black. It was that sucker, huh? It was a double sucker. Yep. I love that fly. It was on today. Did you Yeah, know... that was good. We got that uh did we get that? It was like early afternoon. We weren't there all day. That was a good trip. We saw two that day, actually. Isn't it funny how after you uh, you pop your cherry on the first one, they just start to to mythically appear? It's totally a confidence thing. I have no doubt. Yep. We are just attacking the rivers a little differently this season. Last season was our, my first season. 
So, and my buddy JR, who does this with me, we just decided we were getting into it and uh, dove into it last last fall, I guess, somewhere right around October we started. That's when I met Mark and uh, just learned it on our own. You guys are progressing well on that water over there. Little yeah, by, we just little continue little. to learn the same stretch over and over and over. And then between you and, and going down and learning a bunch with Sam and, and fishing with him, it, it's been good. It's a good fall. Yes, it's nice to fish with different people and, and learn what everyone does differently in different techniques and just kind of meld them and make your own style. Absolutely. I, when I came home from Beast, the big takeaway was just over and over and over on an area where we would kind of drift through and be like, all right, let's try another one. And we'd move again. And we were doing more recon, right? Learning and looking. And, but now we just hammer a stretch that we know they're there. Their time will come. They'll eat. Yeah, that's that's how I treat my 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 river. Is I'm just trying to get addresses. I mean, there's you got your first one, Chris, right? Was that yeah, last yeah. weekend too? Yeah, last week. Yeah, so last week was a good one for the cartel. Hell yes. Yeah, we put we put two in the boat that day. Mine, which we didn't measure because we didn't want to embarrass me, and uh, our buddy Michael. Got one. How, what was Michael's? 34. So 34. what was the story of you handing off your rod on that one? You texted me. You you went went for the bottle, it sounded like. That's that's 100% it. <laughs> I went for the bottle, handed Michael the rod, and he said, I'll take my time in purgatory, and that it, was that. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say it was cold and windy as fuck last week. So a little bourbon didn't hurt anybody. It felt good. We didn't have the wind today, but it was cold on the water today. Yeah, we got we got snowed on by the end of the day last last. Oh, last I'm so not looking forward to snow. <laughs> Keep that up north. Well, do you get? You it? may be coming up into it in a couple weeks, huh? Oh. You get to come back and fish PA again. Excited? I'll be bitching. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be a great trip. I got Lake Run Browns the weekend before Thanksgiving week. I leave right after Thanksgiving dinner. As nice. soon as she'll cut the leash on me, I'm out of here. <laughs> Headed to New York. Come back and uh, saddle back up and drive up your way Thursday, the following weekend. Heck yeah. Nice. It's going to be a good couple weekends. You coming in Thursday? Yeah, we're fishing. Or no, no, no. What are we fishing? Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday? Friday, Saturday. I got you for Saturday, Sunday. We can fish Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Sunday. Okay. Come in no, Thursday. No, we'll drive up. We're driving up Friday then. And Samantha's going to hang out with uh, your girl, mm-hmm. do their thing. Yep, yep, yep. We'll have a good time. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. weekend. Heck yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, we got uh, – and Chris, you're meeting us for dinner Saturday night, right? Didn't you handle the reservations? Yeah, I got us reservations for Saturday night, so. Is that place ready for the three of us? No. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're going to get introduced. We've been, we've been there a couple <laughs> times. It's it's a nice place. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you see Samantha when she gets into the uh, Jameson? Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Nice part is I live right down the road, too. So My wife doesn't drink. So you got a driver. There we go. Always. What time is that for? What's that? What time did you set it for? That'd be a fun night. Seven. Just in case you guys were on the water late or whatever. Where are you guys going? Talbot's. Oh, that place is awesome. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. Cool atmosphere. uh, Really Unique food. And... Can can I give you a pro tip at Talbot's? Yes, please. Get a Bloody Mary. 
Good Bloody Mary. Ugh. They're jalapeno Bloody the Marys. What is stuff that you eat and drink? I'm telling you, man. Bloody Marys, Scrapple. You don't like Bloody Marys? We're not lined up very well. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Bloody Mary fan, Rick? I am so not a Bloody Mary guy. No. I'll tell you what, I hate and, tomatoes and I hate vodka, but put them together and God, I love it. Yeah, I've tried. <laughs> My father is so big on them and I've tried. Nope, the tomato juice just kills me. But they uh, at that Talbot they so good, right? It now. really does, right? Just, oh yeah, he's talking about. It. I'm just sitting here going, oh my god, if I, I have to have good horseradish in the fridge too, it's like. Oh, and god. I make my Bloody Marys with gin. Do you? Yeah, I can't drink vodka. It turns me into a rage monster. And I don't know why. I don't know if there's actual science around that or if it's purely psychological. But a couple sips of vodka, like I'm a happy dude. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple sips of vodka, rage hmm. monster. So yeah. I, don't, I don't touch the shit. Jaeger might try that, that to but it's a coin flip. I'm either trying to fuck something or trying to fight something. It could be both. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's why I no longer drink Jaegermeister. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can tell you what, fun. that McClintox, though, that may be dog for how smooth of a gin that is. That'd be real good. That'd be real good in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I don't touch vodka at all. Although I got Tito's at home, and Tito's is pretty I'll good. I'll have to see there. where the uh, hot... Bloody Mary places down here for next weekend because they put uh, crab, crab meat down Yes, down they here. do. I've had them down there and they are out yeah. of this world good. Yeah. I like the taste of vodka, but I think gin is better in a Bloody Mary too than vodka. Really? I've never done that. That's Now you got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to try it out. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to turn you guys to the to the dark side. I forget the one. Is it? Is it? I think actually, to, no, it's not Tabasco, but there is a store one that is thick and good. Zig- zigzags. Is it zigzags? <laughs> yeah, my is man. It? <laughs> or zingzang. Zigzag. Zigzag. Yeah, zigzagged okay. up. Yeah, yeah, it's like a green label or something. I yep, think. that's yep, it. Yep, yep. That one's real good. It's thick and chewy. My, yeah. My cousin's from. Throw a little Worcestershire in it. Throw a little more horseradish. Put some pepper in it. Throw your olives in. Your celery and, and sriracha. Yes. Mm. Sriracha and a Bloody Mary. Yes. Absolutely. Hmm. My, a rooster sauce, huh? My family from Maryland introduced me to the Zing Zang. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, they're good people. Scrapple, Zing Zang. Yeah. If you got crab, throw crab in it. Oh, that's even better. Bacon. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, is it a Maryland thing? Because l- the last three times I've been down to Maryland to see my family, they've gotten oysters instead of crabs. Oh, is that right? I mean, we do both. But I'm, I'm a huge oyster nut. They're in... You could probably go to three or four different restaurants in my little town and get oysters. Yeah, I mean, they get they get bushels from uh, uh, one of the guys that hunts uh, my cousin's property is a, a waterman, so he gets oysters off him. Oh, that's a hus. Can't get any fresher than that. That's yeah, awesome. They're still covered in mud. I love it. Yes. Yep. No, it's definitely a big thing down here. I mean, we do them so many different ways, but the best part is camping or sitting in the driveway and just shucking them and slurping them. Yep. That, that was it. I, I like that idea a lot. I shucked yeah. my first yeah. oysters yes. when I was down there uh, a couple weeks ago. I so got to connect with you when you come through next year. Uh, you literally drove right, right just south of me. It's not next year. What is it? Every two years? No, bro. I'm coming down the week between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, no way. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there's, we gotta hook up. there's a late muzzleloader season for them sickas again. Okay, and you're going to come back? Yeah, I, I can't yeah. get enough. I heard your uh, story about it on the, the last cast, and you've, you've got them dialed in, it sounds like. I, I don't have them dialed in. I just sat in a tree stand. <laughs> <laughs> they had them dialed in and just put me there. Yeah. You were seeing them. But yeah. you didn't miss. I did not miss. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I... I 
hit the heart, which kind of sucked. But the other one, the heart's still in my freezer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I just talked to a fellow that was doing, uh, just yesterday, doing some striper fishing in the Nanakoke and was doing really well down there. Really? Uh, like I said, we saw them. They're, they're blowing up. My cousin caught a couple on, on spinning gear and stuff, but they weren't hitting the flies. Yeah, I got to get the jet down there. That would be fun to go down there. I've never fished that river. It, it is really fun. I'll, uh, I'll drop you a pin on where we went. All right. Or after we, uh, we quit recording, I'll, I'll just say a name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I drive by it every time when we go visit the girls down at Salisbury. Yeah. Hey, have, you, uh, have you been doing any rock fishing? I have not. It is a sad state of affairs in Maryland when it comes to striped bass. Maryland uh, is a very mismanaged state of the public resource down here. It's unfortunate. I would argue that's the whole East Coast. We uh, we have gotten to the culture down here. The catch and release is now illegal. That's you and I were talking about that because yes, it seems like every time I come down, all they want to do is fill a box. Yep, it, it, and literally the guy that I was talking to yesterday. Funny story. Um, so the commercial watermen down here have so much pool within the state legislature. It it just makes you sick. And I was talking to my buddy at, at Lowe's yesterday in for yet another smoker that I got conned in the building. And he's like, yeah, I went down to Nanatoke and, and we had a great time, caught a bunch of stripers. A couple of them were 30. We were in and out of there in two hours. I was like, it took you longer to drive down there and drive back than you did the fish. Why didn't you stay out there all day and enjoy it? You missed the whole point of it. Because we oh, filled man. our box, man. Got some good meat. And it, it's... You know, I was from Pennsylvania. When I moved down here, it was quite a culture shock when you met people to go fishing, and it was how fast you fill the box. And you're out of here, back home. What What is a legal striper? Missed the whole point. Is it 24? What's that? What's a legal striper? Oh, I think it's. I can't even remember the last time I kept a striper. I'm going to say it's 19, 20 inches now. We caught one that was 24. My cousin caught it. The second okay. they took the hook out, slammed it in the box. It's 28 yeah. in mass. That's a uh, That's a really nice striper. These days, yeah, I can remember going down, and, and I'm one of the new guys down here. I've only been fishing for stripers maybe 10 years. I can remember going down and catching 35s all day long until your arm wore out. You were ready to leave. This is beautiful. Those days are long gone. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. When, uh, yep. we, we fished a cane And then the people that I learned from tell the same story, but they remember catching 40, 45s all day long, right? And yeah. wearing out. We started fishing the Cape uh, in the late 90s, right after all the moratorium fish were big mm-hmm. fish. And the and the limit then was 32 inches. And then somewhere in the 2000s, they dropped it to 28. But, I mean, we, we would have 50, 60, 70 fish days, no problem at all, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And now, wow. you know, if you get a dozen fish and... In a cup, every couple days you get a keeper. Yeah. It's it's a good week. You know, I was up now there. I got out of striper fishing days. probably four or five years ago. Went back to my roots, going back on the river, getting a jet, and going back down that road in the uh, warm water fish. It's a shame. Yeah, and actually, when I learned about the Chesapeake was when I got involved with an organization down here called CCA, the Coastal Conservation Association, mm-hmm. and started getting into the whole oyster restoration thing and. It's amazing how that is handled from a commercial fishery standpoint and how they fight you on building artificial reefs and 
you need that 3D structure in that water, right, to create currents and stir up that silt and, and create fish habitat. And those were some of the best places to fish over yeah. in the bay. And uh, they will fight you tooth and nail to not put 3D structure in there. They need it flat on the bottom so that eventually it can be harvested. So they can drag the rakes. Yep. And it's like, you guys, you're just missing the whole point of restoration. And I eventually had to get out. It was frustrating. I think I did five, six years of it. We were building uh, concrete reef balls with all the public schools here in Maryland. And these uh, the STEM program started picking it up. And, uh, man, we had dozens of high schools building these reef balls. And we had a partnership formed with the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. We would seed them all with oyster spat. And then we would put several hundred. They're still doing it today. The schools are still building them. And uh, they would put them out on a reef site. And I think now it's become one of the largest man-made reefs in the Chesapeake to restore oysters. That's super cool. It is really neat. Yeah, one reef ball was carrying almost 2,000 oyster spat on it when they put it out. It's pretty cool. So with... With being as close to Chesapeake as you are, have you ever been down in a Dundacobia thing? Oh, that is probably my single favorite fishery. Well, I should say second. I still love the Reds. Um, but Kobe is badass. It's all sight casting out of a tower. It's a lot of fun. I did it once, and we weren't sight casting. I was with my same family, and we were uh, dragging chunks of bait. And, okay. But they were still fun, man. We caught. I, oh, think, yeah. I think we caught a zillion dogfish. They are yeah, they are fantastic fighters when you get a good size one on. Yeah, mark my words, that's the next fishery to follow the same path as the uh, striped bass. Yep, absolutely. It's gaining a lot more attention now. So you go down to the mouth of the bay, and there's hundreds of boats out there, mm -hmm. all doing the same thing. Start to Everybody and their brothers got to get a captain's license down here and run guide trips. And it's a different culture. So in Maryland. <clears throat> hey, on a brighter note. You are building a smoker. Can can you talk about what goes into that? Hey, you want one, don't you? I do. <laughs> I got five drums sitting in the garage right now. We burned two of them out last night. I mean, uh, the old shop I work at, they get drums all the time. So I, I think I can acquire one. Yep, I I can just send you up how to do it. It's it's fantastic. It's a drum smoker. And uh, I built my first one at the beginning of the year and been smoking on it all summer. It was my introduction into getting the smoked meats. And we love it. I just did my first brisket last week. And my buddies, they've been begging me to help them out. So I finally had a client of mine that gets lemon juice, 55-gallon drums in every week. And he's like, you can have as many. Nice. Okay, I brought five back. And uh, we're working on building five smokers right now. I was thinking about making a, a pit to make charcoal, like my own charcoal. Oh, is that right? Have you I, I've never even seen people do that. Yeah, you put you get like a 35-gallon drum, and you put wood, like chunks of wood, into that. And then put, right? put that 35-gallon drum inside a 55-gallon drum and fill that with wood and catch that outer wood on fire. So it, it basically cooks the wood that's inside the 30-gallon drum. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. You're talking making your own charcoal, not your own coals. Now I'm tracking. Lump charcoal. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I use. Instead of spending 50 bucks a bag for Fogo. Fuck Fogo, man. <laughs> Blue Hog's where it's at. I've, I've never used Blue Hog. I use Fogo because it shows up on my door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Blue Hog all the way. Mr. Bill Arnold, we speak your name. God rest his soul. He just passed last week. The creator of Blue Hog. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, I've been rocking that chipotle or raspberry chipotle sauce like crazy. How do you how do you get that that charcoal here? Uh, we have a a hardware store over in Hubbard, Ohio, that carries Blue's Hog and and all their spices and rubs too. Oh, cool! Yeah, nice. So and they also carry Traeger shit. It, just an Ace Hardware. Oh, yeah. Ace is really. They have that in Ace Hardwares. Yeah, man. Oh, I'll go grab one down here. We have one. Yeah, and if they don't have it in stock, they have access to it. They can order it in okay. for you. I'll have to try that. I've been using all meat church seasonings. I really like those. Um, yeah, meat. Do you order them online? Uh, no, I actually have a like a lawn and garden center that stocks them all. Really? Yeah, so I got lucky, and he's got fantastic videos to learn what you're doing. Yeah, the meat church is awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's all temperature and time. It doesn't matter what you're smoking on, how you're doing it, temperature and time. Do you watch a Malcolm How to BBQ Right? No, I have not seen that one. Oh, you got to get on some Malcolm Reed, man. He's a big fat I'll, dude from Mississippi. You can tell okay. his food's good because he's so fat. I will check it out. I do. Uh, yeah, dude, he's bigger than all me. Barbecue. The what? Uh, another YouTube one, All Things Barbecue. I haven't heard that one. He's a Yoder guy. Okay. Yes. Yep. That's the guy. So yep. pellet smoker. Yep. Well, he, he he'll mm-hmm. every now and then he'll cook on like a like a Wichita, which is their stick burner. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I haven't checked that out. I'll have to check that out. I'm, I, uh, are you guys? I are got you guys uh, fat up or fat down on the brisket? Up. Yeah, up. Yep. So Tex- was I. I got the first one. It's the way I went. When Texas I got started out. in barbecue, I joined a website called uh, Amazing Ribs. With Meathead. Yeah, Meathead site. Oh, he's on Barbecue Central show once yeah, a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, kind of like you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, gr- it's, it's, I think it's 24 bucks a year. So it's like two bucks a month, and it's a, it's a forum, effectively. And full of recipes, full of great ideas, uh, some really cool dudes. And that's how I got started. In barbecue is, you know, I'd try something, I'd read the recipe, and I'm like, oh, I can't screw this up. And then I screw it up. So I get on the forum, and I'm like, hey, this is what I did. And they're like, well, you're stupid. This is what you did wrong. Uh, and, and it worked. It really helped me perfect my barbecue. It's for two bucks a month, totally worth it. Not to give a, a plug on a huh. podcast that's not mine. No, it's but fine. <laughs> it's really a good site. I, I give a podcast for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done a turkey yet, Chris? Yeah, I do turkey. That's all we do every year for Thanksgiving is I spatchcock a bird, and I do it hot and fast, four and a quarter. I'm doing my first one this Thanksgiving. Yeah, best advice, the I, line. best advice I can give you is spatchcock it, dudes. Cut that all spine right. out, karate chop the breastbone, flatten it down as much as you can, and then get up under the skin. Put all your rubs under the skin, and then on top of the skin. Uh, Butter. Crisp it up. Do you brine it the night before? No, I, I started brining it, but the but when I brined it, I couldn't get that skin to crisp up because it was just so full of salt and water, it would never crisp. That's funny so, you say it because I've done the thighs and I've spatchcocked some chickens and I've never got skin that I like yet. Yeah, dude, the, the key is to put 24 hours before you're going to cook it, salt the piss out of it. More salt, oh, than you, right? more salt than you think you're going to need. Put it underneath the skin. Put it on top of the skin, let it sit for 24 hours on a rack in your fridge, and then cook it hot and fast the next day. Okay. We're going to roll ours on a spit. Nice. We always do like nice. four, four or five turkeys on a spit. They come out crispy skin. Ooh, we. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, that's they, a cool idea. They just made a rotisserie for my primo 
Do you have that in your backyard? No. We we took an old boat trailer and welded three 55-gallon drums together and then split them in half long ways and welded hinges on it and then put a spit motor on the tongue of the trailer. Redneck ingenuity at its best. Yeah, man. it It's where it's at. That is cool. You got to send me a picture of that. I, I'm looking right now. <laughs> it's awesome. Dang. So, Chad, when are you going to start your barbecue podcast? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <sighs> when I get some time, man. I, I, I love, I listen to Barbecue Central every week. I listen to Malcolm Reed's How to BBQ Right every week. I, I don't know. I just don't know if there's time in a day or in a week for another podcast. Because I started the barbecue uh, Instagram channel also. Yeah, what's that going to be? Full hard food retail store up there somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The full hard food is... Uh, and it that's just not, not barbecue. I uh, I put some stir fry on last week. I made my own teriyaki sauce. Yeah, you did. So. Yeah, it let me down, though. I was looking forward to trying your Alabama sauce. I did. I, I didn't... I have not done that yet. Meat Church, uh, he, uh, he made me a believer. I did see he has one. And it's good stuff. Hmm. Who is that? Big yeah, Bob Gibson? One. Big Bob Gibson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can order that online, dude. Just heat it up and dip your chicken in it. So you, so you smoke so you smoke a bird, uh, or even if you're just doing legs or thighs or whatever, it's just, a, it's just a bottle of sauce. Heat it up, and then the ticket is not to pour it on there, just to dip it in the sauce. It's, uh, it's damn good, that white sauce. Oh, that sounds good. See, I've been... Dunking mine in, and like with five minutes left to go cooking, dunking mine in, and then putting it back on the the Weber kettle with the vortex, just to okay. just to firm it up for the last five yeah, minutes. Yeah. Get it to caramelize a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it's mm. not as white as uh, Big Bob Gibson's, but but it's still pretty good. That sounds good. So how you doing, Mark? <laughs> Perfect. Sitting here listening. Ready to eat. You're making me hungry. That's the but bad yeah, part. Rick, Sitting so, here, like, ready to devour something. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Rick, uh, you got biggest fish. What did, what oh, did you... Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, That's probably worth pointing out. Yeah, absolutely. What did you get? Imagine where we would have been if we had stuck those other two. Uh, well, even, let's just say <laughs> even if we had stuck one of those other two. As a team, we would have really represented. Yeah, rub it in. <laughs> Kind of that that mistake overshadows the big fish thing. <laughs> so, no, so, that was pretty cool. I was super pumped. Yeah, so they really hooked you up at the tournament for biggest fish. What did, what oh, did you get, dude? Man, and let me tell you, I love the rod I got. I know there's that whole rod debate going on online, but I'm super happy. I, I love these uh, Huff rods. So you, I so got you, a twelve weight from them, and it's uh, nice. it, I've been having a lot of fun throwing it through it all day today. Yeah, it's a nice rod. And yeah, that, that was really cool to meet him, too. He, he was just like you, Mark. I remember early on, I got to talk to him on the phone when I was learning, and he was so helpful, helped me pick lines and everything. That was my first upgrade. Well, actually, I met him. How I got into this whole thing is we booked our first trip to go to Canada to go pike fishing. And I told my buddies I was going to learn how to do it on a fly rod. And I bought, a, I bought my first larger fly rod, heavier weight. I think I got a nine weight from him, his salt shooter bought it from him and I was going to take it up there for Pike and then COVID hit and we never went to Canada. Did you Got take that the musky thing? Did you take that salt shooter to go fish with Pogo? 
Uh, yes, but I used Pogo's gear. He goes, that's cool you got that. He goes, in fact, that's how I met Dave was through Pogo. He told me to get that. And then when the second year when I went up, he's like, yeah, just use my stuff. It's set up correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's great. You got my setup there, but let's just use mine. <laughs> I love that dude. Right. Oh, man. He is awesome. I cannot wait to go back up and fish with him again. Yep. He's down south now, isn't he? I think he so. is living the life in the Keys, drinking fancy drinks out of coconuts for the next month, I think. No, <laughs> well, musky season's heating up here now, so we're gonna be we're gonna be getting into prime season. It won't be long here. What water temp's gotta be pushing. Four forty three, I think, is what my buddy said at Shenango. Beautiful. Yeah, I was forty seven today oh, down we here. Start, we start getting down into them thirties. My river is just now fishable again. This week was the first time in, what, a month you could fish it? Our creek's going to look good, though. Dude, it's been so high. Yeah. That uh, that creek's got to be perfect, though. Yes. I, I drive over it every day, and I say... So there's not going to be any snow when I come up there in a couple weeks, though, right? <coughs> sure uh, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely you guys are not. talking a lot of cold shit up there. Rick, I have oh, really that's bad the news. best, man. There's nothing better than musky fishing in the snow. Hate Did you see uh, my buddy posted a little clip of me last week? It was so cold. I had all my gloves on. I left the rod in the boat overnight. It had frost on the handle. I think it was like my second or third cast. And go into my back to do a haul, and there goes the rod right out of my hand into the water. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I couldn't believe he posted that video. That's my buddy JR for me. Well, well, yeah. we just made sure that uh, Mark's boat has some athletic tape in it. Uh, we'll, make right? sure, we'll make sure there's some Midol in there he for you, me, too. He goes, what was that? My rod. Hold on. I'll get it. Huh. Uh, I hate the cold. It's, it's great. It is going. It's, it's great up here. The cold. The middle the, of November. It's big fish. Big fish season. It is. This cold. is prime season. The cold's great. I hate our humid cold because it's like wet, yes. cold, and it, and it cuts through you. Yeah, and you can't get uh, warm for like a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's now if it if it snows, like if we have if we have real good snow on like a thirty two degree day, it's nothing compared to that four that thirty four degree rain. That thirty four degree rain is the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Over here, I take a bunch of snow right now. We need it. I know, like you say, yours just got it's. It's so jacked up because every waterway right now is completely different. Yeah, where I was today, they were totally blown out. Mm-hmm. And yep. then down south, we need it. I mean, if we can get water down there, I'd love it. So, did you guys get a lot of rain up there over the weekend? No, we've been getting mm, no, not really. A couple but weeks ago, we, we went got out a today. Ton of we rain. were not. Exp- I mean, we looked at the river gauge, obviously, but our all of our rivers up here were. I don't want to say blown out, but they were three, four foot up. Hmm. Chocolate milk, all kinds of junk coming we down. We got a bunch two weeks ago, and it's still coming down from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what it was then. I don't know. We we just we didn't really pay attention because we didn't see bad weather, but it was nasty. And it's so weird over here is we have two completely separate water tables, effectively sectioned by one of our highways. Mm-hmm. So our highway that goes north and south. Mm-hmm. If you're on the western side of that, you're on one wider table. If you're on the eastern side of that, you're on a completely separate one. You could have one that's completely flooded, 
and another one that's running like a, at a hundred CFS. Mm-hmm. Like we had, I mean, we had that last week. You were you were fishing a creek that was at a hundred, and I couldn't get on my creek. It was so bad. Yep. Yeah. And we're only like forty five minutes away from each other. A good snow would help that. Five six inches of it. Is it still snowing out now? I can't tell. It really was. I mean, it's we're getting some. We're not getting a ton. No, I mean we're gonna get enough to move it a little bit and ain't gonna bump it. Yeah, it'll be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. When will you guys start to see ice on the water? Hopefully not soon. Uh that normally we... ha- that normally happens after the first of the year. Oh, okay. What are we looking to hit? Rivers or lakes? Rivers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and so many of these rivers are our, our rivers are are tribs or fed by something that's gonna be warmer. Uh, so I cannot wait for that trip. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> we'll just be clowning around. Yeah, we're happy to have you up here again, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's going to be fun. I got behave. Samantha's coming with me. <laughs> yeah, that's ever stopped you. Are you guys camping? Are you bringing the camper up? Uh, I don't know. I I doubt it. I probably have it winterized. Yeah, there's places that give you heat for free. And you should probably stay in those. <laughs> you mean houses? <laughs> houses, <laughs> hotels, what have you. Yeah, I'll probably get a place. Stay somewhere. What? You're sending her to some outlet shopping center or something. Yeah, I got uh, all the places that are, I sent you are all right in that vicinity. Yeah, she'll set her somewhere. Yep. That'd be a fun weekend. There's ton of, tons to do there. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over. Busy. Keep them busy while you go stick a muskie. Oh, I cannot wait. This is going to be a good season. Are you Are you going to hit our stretch? Your stretch we What's floated? If the, if the water's right? Am I going to what? I don't know. No. no. No, I was talking to Mark. I'm sorry, Rick. No, oh. below and way above. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming that that's open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be. By, by that time of year, that stretch turns tannic, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. That water turns black. And it's hey, Chad, when you come down to uh, Maryland, awesome. have you done the snakeheads yet? Uh, when I when I did go down, I did not catch any. Um, they were busting all around me. Mm-hmm. But, oh, that's right. I heard you talking about that on the last show. Yeah, they were busting around me. I I couldn't I couldn't get them to to bite, and from musky fishing, my elbow was so fucking sore that it just. Like carrying my gun the whole time, it was in a weird angle, and that was my casting arm, and blah 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 excuses. My my vagina hurt. It hurt to cast. And how often do you carry around an eleven pound muzzleloader? Yeah, twice a year or two days a year. <laughs> so I was sitting in the tree stand and ordered a sling on Amazon. <laughs> oh my god! It was at my house when I showed up. <laughs> that is funny. It's a summer thing, so you got to get down here. Do it over the summer. It's a blast. Yeah, and uh, we were going to go shoot the snakeheads at night, but the tide was backwards, so the water was high at night. And they said, that's not what you want for shooting the snakeheads. They said, you want the water to be low. I've never done that with the uh, bow. Yeah, like I said, I I hate when dudes shoot carp with bows because they just waste Mm -hmm. them. But if we're going to shoot snakeheads and eat them, I'm I'm game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic eating. Yeah, I think I got one more left in the freezer yet. How do you harvest them? You catch them with rod and reel? 
Yep. Yep. We, uh, not like a heathen. I mean, you're in the mucky back marsh and it's awesome. Super aggressive. What's your preferred way to cook them? Oh, I do them all different ways. The last one that I was probably my favorite is I actually blackened them Mm. and we liked it. We had a good, we really enjoyed that. Huh. Can you, but I've done them a couple different ways. Can you grill them, grill them and then like kind of flake them and make them into like crab cakes? Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know. I have, uh, I have not grilled one. I pan fried them, blackened them. And, uh, it's more, I think it's more of like a steak meat. Okay. You know, it's, it's not a flaky meat. Okay. It's it's super good. It definitely should start to be on some more menus down here. And unfortunately it's not, we've done tacos with them one time. Oh, how was that? Fish tacos. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. We made fish tacos out of white bass this winter. That was so good, man. I love fish tacos. And we don't keep enough fish to to justify doing it. Yeah, fish tacos is where it's at. That's good stuff. See, my we normally when we make dinners, like big dinners, we we bring them over for my mom and stepdad to eat too. And because they're right next door. And mm-hmm. they don't like fish tacos because they have tacos in their brain. So that uh, they think it should be tasting like a beef taco. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, it, it's just a name. It's it's a totally different meal. Man, I am such a fan of just your classic style. Pan-fried mac and cheese coleslaw. Just real, like how I did it, like with the breadcrumbs, and I'll get like two, like usually two kinds of that real light floury breading, <laughs> then a bunch of paprika, cracked black pepper, and some Italian seasoning in it, and then just a little bit of oil and just, no egg, just the water from oh, the from nice. the fish. Shake them in it, boom. Pan fry them nice golden brown. That with your mac and cheese and coleslaw. Oh, my dude, favorite, dude. I've been perfecting it's... my beer batter for five years, <laughs> and I brought it with me to the beast. I brought I brought the beer I use. I I I use half vodka because it evaporates quickly. I thought you couldn't touch it. I can cook in it. <laughs> I brought I brought everything I needed to make my beer batter for that walleye you had, and I ate how you prepared walleye, and I said I can't touch that. I'm not even going to embarrass myself <laughs> and go through all this work when Mark's walleye is ten times better than what I. Oh, that was so good. We oh, just picked that. Damn. That is one thing that like every year oh. I bring up there, and my dad. That's all he does. He fishes for walleye, and I'm fortunate enough to get a lot, and that's. When I get it, that's just that's how I always do it. Because every time I'm with him, he's one that like does it. I got to be a different every time. So when I get it, it's like I know how I want it, and that's just the way. That's every time I just that way. That was so good. I always keep that breading on hand. Like them three, right? That's usually Zatarans. Uh, I like Zatarans, but uh, Shore Lunch and there's one. There's one other one I'm missing. Um, uh, House Autry. House Autry. Yep. So it's either Zatarans or House Autry, Shore Lunch, and regular breadcrumbs. That next to three of them. Gives it that yeah, nice so that brings up a question. When do you um, send me the menu selections for the weekend I come up? Oh, I've already actually <laughs> got I've already got that in preparation. I know what I kind of okay. want to do for you. I've got an idea. <laughs> but don't you worry. I'll have you taken care of. We'll have good lunches. We'll have good food. That is one thing that is a given you will have. Do you, so want, that, do you want me to save a, a bag of a swamp rat for you? Not, not at all. Not at all. Just enjoy it. All right. He'll have your the, uh, So down here, our fish tacos are either snakehead or blue catfish. 
Because hmm. the Blues are invasive down there too, aren't they? Correct. Yeah, and they're they're everywhere. So guys love fishing for them, and they it's become quite popular to make blue cat tacos. Huh. Hmm. That would be delicious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, what B side the mediator B side Joe Cermelli does that. Oh yeah. Yeah, he goes down snakehead fishes and goes yep. catching blue cats. That is a lot of fun. That is that's just a good outing, little party in, soak some baits and pull in some forty to sixty pound blue cats. As you should in Maryland. Just fill the box, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that you're able to do that on. Yep, exactly. Because you're not funny, trying though. to preserve that is them. Exactly what Maryland is. Fill the box. <laughs> Man, we had a is great phrasing still we a home thing? by eight o'clock. It was are we, fucking awesome. Are we still doing phrasing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the box. Oh, you guys do get me hungry. I'm ready to eat. Yeah, I'm st- I I got rid of everything I ate on the way over here. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's just awful. Glad yeah, we didn't have any of those incidents at the uh, beast. Oh, we did. Remember, dude, at lunch, uh, when I beached the oh, boat at like did. 20 miles an hour and ran up and hid behind that, that tent, and then, yeah. You didn't hide very well because you were waving at us. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, Your big white ass was showing. Like smoky yeah. sitting yeah, up yeah, on the Yeah, it's like this bearded guy up there just kind of smiling and waving. Yeah, six foot four inches, 300 pounds of white ass just <laughs> trying to hide in the woods gets rid of some libations from the evening before it's not good so rick we've had you on the on the blower for hour and 10 minutes is there anything that we haven't hit on that you think we should be no man got it all i tell you you guys are awesome this this podcast i'm one of the listeners right that got lucky and got to know you guys and i've learned a ton from all of you and uh mighty appreciative and, and more appreciative of the friendship that's developing. So it's uh, it's good stuff. I was looking forward to it tonight. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot. You, you bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Feelings are mutual there. It's good stuff. All righty, man. Well, hey, thank you for your time, Rick. You got it. We'll see you guys, yeah. Chris. Take Talk to you soon. Appreciate Sims was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, what had happened was <laughs> death be to Chris. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He had 10 good days of red fishing, though. Or mm-hmm. Five good days. Three yeah. good days. Two good days of drinking. Three good days, two yeah. good days of drinking bourbons that I can't Chris afford. Chris had three good days of red fishing, two good days of drinking. Then, well, what, what happened? Ate enough shellfish to give him gout. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they took a dagger into the heart. So my cousin down in Maryland has acquired a iodine allergy. Oh, no. Oh, so she can't, she can't eat shellfish but she love she loves oysters and she is the world's fastest crab picker i've ever seen and can she touch it yeah she picks crabs so she can pick crabs for you absolutely <laughs> but we had her uh we had her eat two oysters while we were down while i was down there and she didn't get the throbbing headache like uh like she normally did good so she thinks maybe she can do oysters awesome so, uh, is there anything we haven't hit on, boys, that we, you think we should? Yeah. I think we had a good show. It yeah. was fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh, it was a blast. Nice Thank you for coming down. down. Yeah. It was a good time. Enjoyed make sure you it. keep between the ditches on the way back. Yeah, other than the... Unless you poop again. Yeah, Th- other than then the... make that on in the ditch. <laughs> 
Yeah, other than the blizzard and the emergency diarrhea, it was a great trip over. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. It's a wonderful trip through hell to get here. I'm just happy that oaks hold on to their leaves. I was sending out smoke signals yesterday. Uh, I spent my entire Saturday blowing leaves into the ditch by the road. And it snowed a little bit Friday night. So I, I piled these leaves. It must have been a pile as big as me. And I couldn't get them to light. So I lit a, a charcoal chimney full of charcoal and put it on top of the leaves and took my leaf blow over. And, and it, it looked like a big white tornado of smoke. And people were driving up and down the road <laughs> through the smoke. <laughs> oh, their cars had to smell great inside. Speaking of as big as you, having listened to the podcast for like, I don't know, a year or two. Am I as fat as they say I am? That's the thing is <laughs> we got to camp Friday after fishing and Jay, Jay comes out and he's like, hey, Chad's in there. And in my head, I have envisioned you as some sort of fat Jabba the Hutt slob. <laughs> We're, the, we're in a 33 double D, bro. Yeah, you were going to roll out of... But don't gonna, worry, Jay's big. Jay's nose was as big as it would, he thought it was. Yeah, you were just going to fucking slither and slob out of the cabin and be like, Hello, guys. I have created you some chicken for you. Did you think he was already laying? And he goes, and that's like, oh, that's Chad. I'm like, no, it's not. There's no way that's Chad. Chad's supposed to weigh 743 pounds. <laughs> but, but I do keep Princess Leia on a tether. Honest to God. But you're right, Jay's nose is, is every bit as big as you say it is. You big nose the, dick. You got the job in a hut look. But as well, a fat guy, I recognize that guy's got some pounds on him, but he's not a fat guy. Well, I guess it, it was from two years ago, I didn't have the pounds on. And it just yeah, kind of thinned out a little bit. Your hair's cut, your beard's down. Oh, yeah. Your cheeks I'm, aren't yeah. as chubby. Your face isn't as round. Honey, I say this with I a, had a pie face. <laughs> I say this with a staunch record of heterosexuality. I'd let you touch me. <laughs> well, when we cut this, I'm, I might. <laughs> I might take you up on that offer. Like, no homo. I won't look you in the eye. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Hey, let, let's wrap this shit up, guys. I got somewhere to be now. <laughs> Your headache's gone. <laughs> Hey, t- tonight's show been brought to you by Fred Flag Gear. Check it out at Flaggear.com. Sims Fishing, find at simsfishing.com. Hey, if you want more homosexual talk like this, tonight's show has been recorded from the Urban Fly Company studios. <laughs> Check Mark out at urbanflycompany.com. Uh, tied on Airx Hooks. You can find them at airxhooks.com. Mark doesn't pay for this advertising. Down to Earth Wealth. Management. Michael. Check Michael out. Call Frank, not the bank. Alrighty, guys. Yeti, go for the wild. But I just-